My name is Colm and this is the Sober Mess Podcast and you're very welcome and I hope you're having a lovely gentle day and you're treating yourself with kindness and self-compassion and you're living in the present moment. How are you? What is the crack? First of all, I just want to say thank you for everyone for all the love, support and positive messages about the podcast and I'm so happy to hear that it's helped a lot of people that it's helped you to take that action to chase down goals whatever it is you want to do and don't let anything hold you back especially your own thinking especially your own head and that's our biggest hurdle you know it's our own thinking how we can fucking set up these massive massive barriers in our heads and we're too fearful to go and take action to chase a goal it could be we're worried about money or we're worried about what people think or we're worried about failure or we're worried about rejection you know and a lot of times it's just why do i have this fear why is it there you know it's absolutely trivial and when i'm able to recognize that i can overcome it it happened to me today it happened to me this morning and i'm trying as some people know i'm trying for a marathon in a few weeks and i got up this morning to, to go on a long run for it and straight away in my head was like oh, you won't be able to do that you, you're no good at that you won't be able to do that you know and straight away I was able to just recognise that that negative thinking you know that negative pattern you know and you know before I'd connect into that and start to listen to it and hand it to Mike and let it take centre stage and believe it and say yeah you know what you're spot on I'll procrastinate this run or I'll do it tomorrow or maybe I'll just cancel it you know what I mean and like I, I've learned now to be able to recognise just recognise that voice you know that inner critic that that you know that we can connect into you know and I've, I've labelled it as bollocks that's what I call the voice. I call it the bollocks, you know. So when I when I when you wake up and you've a bit of if you've a bit of self pity or a bit of fucking you know bit of kind of negative thinking or a fucking bit of this self belief or whatever it is and it's a negative thought, I just call that the bollocks. So when I hear it, I say, ah, that's just a load of bollocks. That's just the bollocks. You know what I mean? And I don't connect with it. I don't associate with it. I just let it be. Let it whisper in the background. It doesn't. You don't even have to listen to it. You know. So don't let anything hold you back. You know. Even your even your own thinking. And I went out and I done the run. And uh, yeah, I was good. It was nice. And people ask me like, how, how to train for like, how do I run them distances? Like, and to be honest, like I I'd run about five or six k, and then I, I I go into this bubble of of serenity, tranquility, warmth, you know, just, I just, I don't know if it's the endorphins or the adrenaline or this fix of dopamine, I just get this amazing buzz from running and as soon as I get there, I think it's about, after about five or six kilometers and I always find that the hardest bit of a long run is the start of it, you know, you're like, oh, and then you just get into it and it's just nice and, and, and I get this nice warm feeling, you know, this natural high and the, the, look at the world is full of natural highs. Like, what do you think cavemen done or fucking, you know, back in the day before before Scarface came along with the bags of bags of drugs, like you know what I mean? What did what did what did we do back then? You know, those natural resources to get highs and I get this from running, I get this from getting in the sea, I get this from embracing creativity, mindfulness, you know, pr- being in the present, you know, this little stuff gives me such a buzz, you know, and there's no consequences, you know what I mean? Ah, well, for running now, for me, for me, it's learning to rest when it comes to running. Um, you know, because my problem is my ego is a lot fitter than my body, you know, that uh, 
you know the, the the body's wanting the rest and the head's saying go 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 you know like it's it's mad like you know it's like my head's ready to fucking climb up mount everest five times a day but my body's ready to be checked into a nursing home and a fucking in a wheelbarrow you know so it's like that old saying you know, listen listen to your body whisper before it starts to scream you know my body needs a knock on the front door with a baseball bat before they learn the rest and yeah, a big one for me is is resting. You know, resting is a form of self love, and you know, for and, and not even to rest from exercise. You know, just it could even just be rest from from your routine, your daily structure. You know, the, the hustle and bustle of life. To take it, sit down from the rat race running. You know what I mean? And and that's a work work conditions. You know what I mean? To go 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 faster, faster, faster. You know what I mean? It's, it's not all about work and, and no play, like, you know what I mean? Like over here, you know, we're, we're very westernized in terms of, you know, we work for the majority of our lives. We have two days off at the weekend and then we're back into work again, you know what I mean? So it's, for me, I had to learn how, how can I disconnect and rest and recharge my batteries, you know what I mean? In a different way, different people have different ways of resting, you know, it could be just sitting down flight, chilling out, you know what I mean? It could be sitting down watching a bit of Netflix, could be just taking a nap or just sitting with yourself, turn off the phone and just recharge your batteries, listen to, just to sit down and relax and just listen to your own thoughts flowing around or sit down in the garden or go for a nice walk in nature, you know what I mean? Um, different people have different ways of wrestling. I know for me that like, in a, in a weird way, like what am I, when I'm, when I'm stressed or when, you know, when, when I'm feeling anxious, you know, one of my coping mechanisms is to get busy, you know what I mean? It's to, it's to go a million miles an hour you know what I mean to try and fit a week's living into an hour you know all go 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 and not being able to rest you know what I mean and it's mad because one of, one, of, one of the causes of like negative thinking and anxiety a lot of time is exhaustion you know what I mean and I find that a lot of when I'm exhausted I'd get restless I get restless and I'm go 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 and I can't just sit down and relax and I'm caught in this loop then when I'm going a million miles an hour and I'm not living in the present moment at all you know what I mean and a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is kind of just for distraction or it's not it's not purposeful or meaningful it's just it's just me trying to distract myself from my own exhaustion or my own me my, my own anxiety like you know and um, so when I'm able to sit down and relax and sit with myself I'm able to recharge and kind of say have a look at right what's my aim here what's my goal you know what I mean I'm with, I don't want to just be doing pointless activities to distract myself from my own exhaustion that if I can sit down and kind of make a bit of a guide or an action plan that then it makes a bit more sense so learning to rest was a very big one for me. And it's like that old saying, you know, halt. What does halt stand for? Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And I need to cater for all these needs, you know. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, so I'm trying for a marathon. I'm doing a marathon in three weeks time on the 29th of July. I'm doing this, number one, as a personal goal. Uh, I set a goal a few weeks ago that I wanted to run a marathon along, among other things. Um, I also want to do this to raise money for charity and awareness for mental health, uh, and mental health and, and suicide prevention charity called PA The House. And just to raise awareness for it and to say it's okay, look, we all get mental health. And a, a lot of time, vulnerability is linked with weakness, which is, is madness and crazy. And look, we all grew up in that Irish culture where, look, we don't, we don't talk about what's going on or it doesn't matter what's going on in the in the house once the neighbors don't find out you know what i mean and that's like and, and that's okay that is okay you know what i mean that was normal back 
off them but today like it's, I think and I think a lot of time a lot of people are getting more open and being able to talk about what's going on underneath the bonnet you know what I mean and it's, it's okay look to open up and say look I'm vulnerable or I'm feeling down and it's perfectly okay not to be okay and um, so yeah I'd like to raise awareness for mental health as well and just put it out there that's it's okay to talk about your mental health you know what I mean and yeah another reason I'm doing it it's on the 29th of July it's my dad's first anniversary um, and my dad was in a wheelchair um, because of diabetes you know he was like myself he was a, he was a fan of the Cork and Millish and uh, my dad was one of my biggest inspirations, you know what I mean? He had a lot of a lot of health issues going on uh, before he passed away. And still at that, the man always made me laugh. You know, he was hilarious. He was mad as a brush and he was had the best sense of humour. And like I always got so much inspiration and just when I was getting wrapped up and worried about things and trivial things like work or or relationships. I just life getting me down in general. And then I'd look at this guy with that and you know, he'd be on the run, he'd be fucking battered with life or health issues, you know, in a wheelchair in a hospital. Um, and he'd still be able to crack jokes and he still be able to put a smile on my face and he'd he'd never let it stop him and he'd never let him break his spirit or his sense of humour. So um yeah, it's another reason I want to go and uh, I want to go and do this, do this marathon. So yeah, I'm running from uh, running from Bray to Holt, and uh, I'm, I'm still trying to work out the the, the full the distances all together. But including the piers, it's 43 kilometers in the Dunleary Pier. So yeah, you know, fingers crossed, I'll smash it. But yeah, a lot of a lot of people have been asking me as well uh, about the about the solo bagpacking trip that I done um, in for for like so as I said in the previous podcast. So I I went on a solo bagpacking trip for three months in in January. You know, I was working in a job and yeah, look at the job. Like I just wanted to change. You know, I just the work I was doing. I just don't feel. It was what my purpose was. I just don't think it was what I was built for and what I was here for, you know. And and that's kind of like it was a comfortable job, you know. The money was good. It was a good bunch. I was working with, but you know, it just it just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? It just wasn't for me. And I just didn't. I just I didn't feel there was enough meaning and purpose in what I was doing. I just don't feel it was what I was made for, you know. So I wanted to travel, and the reason I wanted to travel is because traveling makes me happy. It makes me so happy, you know what I mean? And I think there's great, there's a great gift in finding out what makes you happy. Because if you were to ask normal Joe, what makes you happy? And I think there was a study done. They asked like, they asked like 200 millennials, uh, what like what makes you happy? And there, I think 50% of them said, oh, if I was rich. And the other 50% said, oh, if I was famous. I'd be happy, you know what I mean? So we have this thing that what makes us happy is being rich and famous. But if you actually look at that for a minute, does it actually make you happy? Are people who are rich and famous already happy? I don't think they are. You know, if you if you were to go in and check out your local treatment centre, you get people that are multi-millionaires getting checked in for depression, addiction, addiction to alcohol or medication, eating disorders, Drugs, you know what I mean. And these are people who are who are rich and famous. And you know, if they were happy, why did they need to chase happiness in drink or drugs or escape or, or whatever it is through these other things? You know what I mean. And um, Michael Caine, 
came out and said a quote. He said he's been, he was, he was rich, he was poor and depressed, and he was rich and depressed. Do you know what I mean? But he much rather be rich and depressed, which is fair. You know, Jim Carrey came out and said he'd love if everyone was rich and famous, because then they would realise that that still doesn't make you happy. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure these guys wouldn't give up their their fortunes to to prove a point. But like, I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that we have this condition on our happiness that we're putting a destination on our happiness that we cannot be happy until we reach this place. And when are you officially rich? When are you officially famous? When are you officially satisfied? How long is it? How long is a piece of string? You know what I mean? So. For me, it was about looking at what actually does make me happy. You know what I mean? Trying to find out, have a look on the inside and what, what lights my soul on fire, what satisfies me. You know what I mean? And I, I've been like that for years, just trying to be, trying to find what happiness is, trying to find meaning and purpose in my life. You know what I mean? And it's like that old uh, Rolling Stones song, you know, can't get no satisfaction. And that was me. That was me in life, constantly seeking, trying and constantly being lonely. And lonely isn't about having people around you. You know, I've been in, I've been packed, been, like been, being in Crow Park, surrounded by people and still felt lonely. I've been in relationships, loving relationships and still felt lonely. You know what I mean? So it's an inside job, you know? And a lot of the time we can just look to think for things on the outside of ourselves to make us feel happy and ignore ignore the smoke. You know what I mean? It's like saying if you're in your house, you're in your sitting room and next thing there's a fire on in the sitting room and instead of putting out the fire you just get up off the couch and go and sit in the kitchen and you just sit in the kitchen until the smoke gets bad enough in the kitchen and you go up out of the kitchen and go in and sit in the next room and you're, you're never actually dealing with the fire you know what i mean you're just moving moving all the time ignoring it you know trying to just get on with your life you know what i mean so for me it was about trying to find a bit of purpose in my life a bit of meaning and uh, and what what made me happy so one thing that made me happy was traveling another thing that and, and about finding meaning in your life and for me finding meaning was about finding like what 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 was what was i put here for you know what is my purpose in life what's like what are my god-given attributes and skills and how can i use these god-given attributes and skills to help other people and when i realized that that's when I said, see, right, I'm adding a bit of meaning and purpose to my life. And when I said adding meaning and purpose to my life, I no longer needed to escape from it all the time. I no needed, longer needed to turn to, to food or to drink or to drugs or whatever it was I was looking to escape because my life wasn't meaningful or purposeful enough. You know what I mean? I was trying to say, right, what can I add to my life to make it so attractive that I don't need to escape out of it? You know what I mean? And it's the same, you never see a kid trying to escape out of Disneyland. So it was the same with me is like right, what can I how can I make my life meaningful and purposeful you know what I mean and so it's about having a look on the inside and what truly actually makes you happy you know is it being creative and it could be creative it could be writing poetry it could be writing lyrics it could be learning a new instrument you know what I mean it could be baking you know what I mean it could be anything at all you know what I mean so yeah so after five years in this job I just realised I wasn't happy in there anymore and I wanted to go travelling and um, and I've been putting, I've, I've, I've been wanting to backpack for years and I was putting it off for so long, you know, and a lot of time it was 
couldn't because I was trying to find other people to come with me. You know what I mean? I was trying to find the right time to go. I was trying to save up enough money. There was always something getting in the way. You know what I mean? And a lot of time it can be it's fear based. You know, a lot of time it's fear. You know what I mean? Like what what is actually stopping us from going and doing something that we want to do? And in my case, I was like, oh, no, geez, I can't go traveling Asia on my own. Now that's that's madness. What what would people think? Like, you know what I mean? This this was my thought process. You know, what would people think? And and this is the thing that we need to get over. No, you'll never truly know what people think about you. You know, even if you go out to your friends' house and they make a lovely dinner or they make a dinner for you and a big dinner and they put it in front of you and it's shy and it's all an awful dinner. But you're not gonna turn around and say, Jeez, Jesus, come on now, Aunt oh, that dinner was atrocious, man. Terrible dinner. Well yeah. You know, you're not gonna say that. You wanna say no that was gonna be bad. Cheers, thanks about it. You know, and so you'll ne- so even when you're be even when you they do think on a bad, you know, you'll never truly know. You know what I mean? So my thing is go and do what you're gonna do. I never look if if what people what you imagine right, you're you're in your last few moments of life, you know, you're you're old you're old and aged and they're asking, How was your life? What did you get up to? And goes, I, I, I actually didn't get up to much because I was too freaked out what people thought about me. These strangers, that people that barely know me, you know, I didn't want to chase me goals, I didn't want to be happy, I didn't want to step outside the box, I didn't want to allow myself to be vulnerable because I was terrified of what people thought about me. You know what I mean? And isn't that isn't that isn't that being in prison? Is that freedom though? You know what I mean? You don't need to be sent to jail to be in prison. You know what I mean? That we can be we can be in prison in our own lives. I'm terrified about what people think of us. You know, and that and that is that is the true fucking sadness of life. You know what I mean? That we never like everyone dies, when not everyone lives. You know what I mean? That we're caught in the cons, the the the, 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 the jail of what people think of us like you know what I mean and uh, it's about just getting out there and doing doing what makes you happy and do what you want to do and don't give a feck what people think about you you know do, do your own thing and embrace that fear embrace fear you know what I mean that's how we grow is to lean lean into that fear and you know if you if you broke down like what there's a few different analogies for what for what fear stands for you know there's one that's future events appearing real so if you were to go backpacking the next thing you think in your head jesus what if i'm fucking robbed or what if i'm kidnapped or what if i'm the plane crashes and you know these are all like assumptions that were grown in our head these are future events that we have absolutely no evidence or logic to back them up but we're, we're using these trivial fears to put us back in our little box of comfortability that we don't want to get out of and do this shit like you know what i mean and and for me it was like saying like to recognize future events appearing real another one is false evidence appearing real another one for fear is fuck everything and run so i don't want to face i don't want to do this thing i want to run away and hide in my little box of comfortability and when i was having a little box of comfortability it's a life lived in avoiding pain avoiding fear you know what I mean? And and that is a terrible, terrible place to be. Lean into pain. Pain is the greatest motivator that we have. And that that the only thing that will truly motivate us is pain. You know what I mean? The, when I, the only reason that I've done this mad goals list was because of pain. I was in such a bad place and I wanted to change. And I wanted to change where I was in my life and I wasn't happy. So I started writing a goals list. But it was only pain that motivated me. 
you know, you look at a few of the, some of the best speakers out there at the moment, like, you know what I mean? The likes of Russell Brand, the likes of Tony Robbins, uh, Edgar Toll, uh, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay. You know, all these people came from places of pain, profound pain in their lives, which ignited this spark in them for change. And now they're using that pain to help other people who are going through pain. To, so they lean into that pain and let it change them. You know, look, I, I, some of the people I know, I, I remember a friend a few years ago, went through a terrible breakup, went, and was in a really bad place after this breakup, you know, and went through a stage of being wrapped in that pain. But he they slowly started to utilize this pain, and he went and started doing marathons, and he went and done an Ironman, he's, and he's an absolute changed man. He lost his four stone doing these Ironman, you know, he's in a happy relationship now got into a completely a completely different life but it was the it was the pain that triggered them to do it you know what i mean so like a breakdowns breakups they lead to breakthroughs you know what i mean so embrace the pain pain is our best motivator you know what i mean how many times will we need to touch the hob with hob is an analogy for a painful situation and the hob in the kitchen we touch the hob it burns our hand you know, we get into the relationship, it burns us. We get into the job, it burns us. We get into the, we get into whatever it is, you know, whatever the thing is that we're chasing, and it burns us. And then we st- then we avoid it. Then we avoid it. I'm afraid of a committed relationship because I might get hurt. I'm afraid to go for this job interview because I might get rejected. I'm afraid to go back to college because what will they think of me? I'm too old, I'm too stupid, or I'm from this part of the country and I'll be judged. You know what I mean? I'm a, you know, and it's all these these trivial fears coming back in, you know what I mean? And and we should be embracing fear, lean into it. You know, the only thing that would truly motivate us is that inner pain and, and see what's there. motivator you know all our biggest changes in our lives usually comes from a place of pain we go want to go and travel the world i want to change career i want to go back to college you know i want to get out of a painful situation you know it's like do you ever go away on holidays to the beach and the sand is so feckin hot and i'm not talking about car town or tremor you know when you go away and the sand is boiling and you walk onto the sand and it burns the feet off you you can't just stand there that pain either motivates you to run into the sea or to run back to the shade you know and that's the same as that inner pain that we feel will motivate us to change to move we can't just stand in it you know what i mean so use it to our advantage you know brené brown talks about vulnerability being one of our greatest tools for motivation and change and it's the same but see the thing with pain it can be a best friend or your worst enemy that if i don't use pain the right way if i start to avoid pain or mask it or start to numb it that's when things get unhealthy that's when i learn when i feel pain i run away from it or avoid it and it's that isn't that what addiction is numbing our pain you know what i mean every time i feel pain i'm gonna reach for the bottle or every time i'm feeling vulnerable i'm gonna eat a cake or every time i'm feeling 
insecure i'm gonna do, do drugs you know whatever it is that can, can, we can use we can use something on the outside of ourselves to mask that pain so it's about you I suppose using that pain to motivate yourself it can be a great thing you know great things come out of painful situations you know there's all these massive success stories that came out of pain you know i think it's the second rocky film he gets knocked out and he comes back bigger and stronger you know there's like these cliche things you know what i mean um, so <laughs> yeah just look at there's loads of advantages I can go into so but yeah so basically what I'm trying to say is that if you're in a painful situation at the moment use that to your advantage you know use that somehow that you can do a massive change in your life you know what I mean what what is it that's causing the pain you know and that's and that's the great thing about pain that it can be a massive motivator for change our life so positive change if you use it if you use it to our ability so lean into it be be allow yourself to be vulnerable you know what i mean um biggest motivators for me quitting my job and going on a solo backpacking trip and it was the greatest thing I ever done but it only came out of a painful situation and the gas thing was when I was traveling and other solo backpackers that I met they came from similar backgrounds you know there's people who, saw the, who were going through cases of grief or someone that's going through a breakup you know or someone that was just coming from getting out of a job or you know there was all their motivations for making this making this massive decision this massive triumph to go and travel on their own it, it was motivated by pain you know so pain can be a massive motivator for us you know it can be our best friend or our worst enemy whatever way we treat it so I'm not saying go and quit your job and go traveling halfway around the world what I'm saying if you're in a painful situation or you're engulfed in some sort of fear use it to your advantage use it as a triumph to achieve something incredible and do some sort of massive positive constructive change in your life you know embrace that fear you know if you're into hiking or you're into salsa or you're into fecking surfing on a canoe on a jet ski on top of a seal on a seagull's head whatever it is embrace it you know don't let fear don't let pain prevent you from doing what you want to do do and find what makes you happy that's what we're here for that's what our purpose is is to be happy you know don't be hard on yourself don't give a shit what people think do what lights your soul on fire celebrate your individuality and make the most of you you know what i mean it's not about just being a sheep or doing what you think the lads want you to do or you're afraid of what the girls would say you know go and do what makes you happy embrace it fucking embrace it um, but yeah i really hope what i shared today helps someone um, I'll talk more about backpacking and the itinerary and the crack about uh, where I went and all and the shit I got up to which was unreal um, but yeah I'm hoping to start interviewing a few people for the next few podcasts amazing people absolute superstars incredible people and I'm really looking forward to interviewing them and uh, yeah but I really hope everyone has a lovely gentle day and yeah like i said pain and fear are massive motivators i really hope what i share today helps someone and look if we can connect with one person 
I was one person could find anything I said relatable then this was a massive success so yeah go have a great day show up with a kindness do a good deed you'll feel great for it you'll feel great for it um, and yeah I'll leave it at that Thank you.